Dear Diary, I saw that dreamy boy in the subway station again. (laughs) (laughs) Creepy, but true. Testing out the new journal app, I see. (laughs) Have you played with that at all? Uh, I I installed the update last night. I haven't really done anything with it. Um, I, I did a little bit of a, a computer thing last week that I thought you'd be interested in. You built a new Hackintosh. No, no, no. but sort of, kind of, maybe no. <laughs> <laughs> so many choices. Wait, yes, no, did I? <laughs> I did. I, I could. This isn't my computer. Where am I? <laughs> Who are you? Why are you on this call? Um, I, uh, uh, a friend of mine sent me a recording that I did with him like a million years ago, like 14 years ago. Audio recording. Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, no, no, it was more than that. It was 17 years ago. And. Wow. uh, The earth was new. (laughs) It was one of the songs that I originally did on my, when I did my first daily projects in 2004. He oh, came wow. down to visit me and I had, oh, this was when you were doing like some sort of creative thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I, I did, uh, a song and, and I couldn't sing it, but I thought it was a good song. I'm just not a great singer and Seth's a better singer. So Seth came down and I had him sing it and I did a quick mix of it. We were just messing around and I sent him. Was this Seth Godin? Did Seth Godin sing your song? No, my friend Seth Miller. (laughs) Uh, And I don't think he listens, but if he does, hi, Seth. Um, Hey, Seth. And um, so anyway, I'm listening to it and I was just like, yeah, it's pretty good. It would be fun to go back and remix this now or re-put on some of these parts. But the way that I played the, first of all, I have no idea how to play this song. I wrote it seven, 18 years ago, right? Like, I, I mean, I'm listening to it, but I, I have no idea what those notes are, right? I'd have to plunk it out on a keyboard or whatever it is. But I'm just like, wait a minute. I've got the P- I've got the original files somewhere on a drive. However, they were recorded in sonar on a on oh Windows. <laughs> wow. Right? Okay. Okay. So I thought to myself, Conrad had a had a work. Christmas party that night. I said, you know what? Here's a little fun thing for myself. I'm going to see if I can get that MIDI out of those sonar files and into logic. Mm. Right. Step one, sonar doesn't exist anymore. Right. You have to fire up your Windows ME machine. Or wait, (laughs) does it? Apparently, there's some company that has the IP and has released a version of Sonar that kind of works, but it's kind of different, but it's kind of broken, but it's on the same code base. That's really? free. Still, still called Sonar? Yes. That's, I forget what exactly what it's called, but it's free. Okay. So now I'm just like, okay, but how do I get Windows running? Well, crap. I can't do Windows because I'm on a M1 machine. Yeah, can't you do a virtual machine of of a like, x86 version of Windows? Yeah. Okay. Apparently, you can. Yes, using Parallels. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to pay for any of this stuff, right? I just want to like mess around and see if I can get this one stupid version off. So, I download Parallels, 
on a, a test of parallels, like a 14 day trial. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. It, it it downloads and installs Windows directly from Microsoft. Have you done this lately? Oh, really? No. Yeah, like it says, would you like to install Windows? I'll download it and start installing it. And I was like, wow. So it's connected to their repositories and just yeah. grabs the ISO from them. Right. However, wow. I, it, like it, now I haven't used Windows in 13 years or something. So right. now the question becomes... What is the current state of like Windows activation? Can I use it for a week and get what I need out of it? You know what I'm saying? Mm, like, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have no idea. They say you need you need uh, serial numbers to do this. I'm like, well, I don't have any serial numbers. So anyway, I'm letting it install. It takes a long time to install. And that whole thing that Windows does where it's like, mm, hold on, we're we're making it really great for you. We're working on polishing <laughs> things up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. We're polishing this turd so you can actually use it. <laughs> it's doing that stuff in a little window on my Mac, right? Polish more. <laughs> right. So so I'm there and I'm, I'm just like, okay, is this actually going to work? And then eventually it's like, or whatever, you know. And suddenly yeah. I'm in Windows no on activation. my Mac. No activation, although I don't know how long I could use it or what. I was just like, I'm not touching anything. I'm not rebooting yeah, it. Right, right, right. It's like, just do what I need to do on this first go around. I'm at a desktop. Yeah, let me see yeah. what I can do. So, so I find the old files on my uh, Synology and I bring them onto my Mac. Now, the Wait, weird- so you could connect to your Synology on the Windows box, no problem. No, I, well, I think I could have if I really wanted to, but instead what I did was I just went onto my Mac, grabbed the files, brought them on my desktop of my Mac, but the, the desktop of the windows, virtual windows machine was pulling, yeah. was also had all the files off the desktop of my Mac. Oh, really? Oh, That's okay. What okay. parallels is currently doing, or I gave it permission without noticing or something. So there it is. So I double click on it. And of course, it can't find any of the wave files because the wave files are in some, you know, any sort of audio stuff, right? Are in some. I think I still have them in a folder somewhere, but like it's so deep, and then you'd have to point it to the right folder because you know, I don't care about that. All I care about is the the MIDI, and there were dots and dashes and clips on the thing, like there was MIDI. Wow. And so I was like, okay, I'm not even going to try to play it. Like, I just, I know that that's what I want, right? So I go and I export and there's, the, the, there are, there are um, file formats. There's like a, crap, what is it? OTF or something like that. There's, there's, there's like an open file format, which OMF it's called. I think it's like open media format or something like that. Okay. Which is supposed to sort of be a, like a, a postscript between different DAWs. Got it. Okay. So I export this thing as an OMF file and then I go into logic and I go import and I go down to open the OMF file and it's, they're all grayed out. Even though I've read on the internet that that's how you do it. And I'm like, what is going Wait, on? So it, so the data was there, but it's, it imported the data but couldn't read the data or it didn't even import the data? When I was trying to import the data, the file I was trying to click on was grayed out. All the OMF huh. files, like you couldn't even click on them. I'm like, what is going on? So I start go do a little research there. Turns out in the last couple of versions of Logic, they've removed OMF support, import support. Oh. So can you go 
Can I you roll back to a was... previous version of logic? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know me, when I installed the latest version of logic, I left the old version of logic on my computer as logic underscore old. Right. So I opened that one up, went in, import, those were not grayed out. Click on it, crashed. <laughs> Which is really? maybe why they took this code out of the stuff in the first place. Crashed Mac OS or no, just crashed, crashed logic? logic? This logic went like, whoa! Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Like real nasty box popped up like, wow, that just that just happened. Do you want me to try again? <laughs> so that happened. <laughs> little little clip to the <laughs> link to the clip from state and Maine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love state and Maine, by the way. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, where can I find some roadhouse and <laughs> a bad bottle of wine? Um, some pasta. I um, think you and I are the only two people even associated with this show at this point that know that movie. We're, we're the old. If you people don't know or? State and Maine, go yeah, go go rent State and Maine. Yeah. Anyway. Especially if you're a Hoffman fan. I think he's fantastic yeah. in that movie. So I said, okay, well, this OMF thing is not working, but I don't need OMF brings in audio. It brings in your, tries to bring in, you know, plugins. I don't need any so wait, of that OM, OMF is a container for all of it, not just the MIDI. Yes. I, I, from ah, what I understand, okay. it brings everything. Okay. But I don't need okay. everything. All I need is the MIDI. Right. So I go back to the other thing, go back into Windows, go back into the cave. Right. And, <laughs> and open up this it's weird. So dark. <laughs> weird version of sonar that is you know i don't know from the depths of hell or something i don't know where this right, code came right. from it's like it's like some kid in his basement somehow stole the source code to sonar <laughs> in, in 2006 and he, and he decided to get it working again now that he has a real put a, job put a really bad png as the title screen <laughs> yes it was like Spelled that it wrong yeah. i was like what is s-o-n-a-h-r sonar <laughs> <laughs> it was such a bad it was like the interface was bad i don't even know what was going on but it doesn't matter i don't need to use it i just needed to open up my stupid you know whatever they are files so i exported a midi file brought that over to logic and it totally worked oh wait so exported it from sonar exported midi from sonar logic imported midi file and i have midi in logic so now you can just assign that to an instrument Yes. And then I can, and you know, crazy because mostly what it was is like, there were like weird syncopations and things in the piano part that I did somewhat accidentally that I always really liked. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's no way I'm going to recreate that. First of all, I got to relearn the song, whatever, but it's already there. I already did that performance. Right. So, right, right, right. So anyway, I, I successfully got, I think what I wanted into, uh, into logic now. Okay. Wait, before, before we go any further. Can you at least paste in when you're doing the edit? Can you paste in a little bit of this? Because I feel like there's been such a lead up. You, you got to give them something. Okay. It's not going to be all that exciting what I'm, what I would that's, put in. That's fine. Just, just, you know, A plus B equals Bill. So, you know, put the, put the thing yeah, in. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. Listening to uh, on taking pictures, obviously. 
episode 4022, I think. Uh, 350, what is this? Three? 351. 351. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, so I, so I, I got the audio in there. And at that point I was, I was been playing with this stuff for like two hours. You know what I mean? You're going back and forth trying to troubleshoot and figure out what the heck is going on. Yeah. That I was just like, all right, it's in there. I'm not kind of bored with it, but I will go back to it. The th- the I guess the question first of all I just thought you'd get a kick out of the fact that I was like opening up software from 2004 to it's literally well, almost it, 20 years ago. Could you imagine if I in the year 2000 tried to open up like a program from my Vic 20? That's right. basically what I just did. Your Timex Sinclair with yeah. a little membrane keyboard. Yeah, like that's that's <laughs> what I did. Like I opened up a you know a a, a Word Perfect 5.1. Yeah. File yeah. now. That's basically what let I me, did. Let me dust off my wax cylinder. I've got a beautiful recording I'd like you to hear. Exactly. And yeah. so, but I guess my thing that, and this is, and you know, it was last, last week. Yeah. Last week. I think it was last Tuesday night. Um, I, I went, I, after we recorded the show, I went into town and I met somebody for lunch and then I just stayed in town because uh, Conrad and I had to go see a, a, a reading of a play. And uh, I had time to kill, so I went to the uh, library, the li- the public library, and I went into just one of the reading rooms, and I just had headphones on. And I didn't have my computer with me, so I was just messing around with my phone. I charged my phone, and I started getting these texts from my buddy Seth, and so I was listening to them. And so I started listening to a lot of this old music. And I guess my question is, do you go back to old stuff often? And if yes. so, does that oh, end sorry. up being fruitful? <laughs> sorry, was there more? <laughs> Yes, I do. I especially music, right? And th- because there's that thing. No, but like making thing. it. Oh, making it. Yeah, do I go back to things that I've made. Yes, that's that's the thing. Like, is uh, is, is there any point to me opening up this wound? Basically, not that not a wound, but like it was tied up with a bow. Do I unpack the box again? I think yes. If you have it, yes. In 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 this context, no, I don't go back because. I'm I'm really rubbish about keeping anything like that. I don't have a lot of those original files, like the stuff that I did for Universal Studios or stuff that I've done for Disney or Warner Brothers. I don't have any of those source files anymore. I have no idea where all that got to. I, I'm terrible about keeping backups of things or have been historically. Right? Do you ever go back to a painting from 20 years ago and add to it? Uh, No, not that long ago. I mean, I've gone back, you know, several years, but I don't I don't have anything that old. Yeah. I mean, I guess the weird thing about the digital stuff, especially like digital music, there's really nothing. I can bring it to now and suddenly it's now. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. dust on it necessarily. If that makes any sense. Like it's 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 yeah, it's still current to some extent because it's perfect. It's exactly where I left it 17 years ago. OK, but that's the key, I think. Right. Your yep. your sensibilities your take ability out of it, take, take physical sort of playing ability. Cause you said, I, I don't even know how to play this anymore right now, which is, I think you could get back up there. Really. I mean, oh, if you, I think if you listen no, to I it just, a few times through, I would have to, yeah, but I mean, I'd have to plunk it out on a keyboard. The other advantage to getting the MIDI is that I can then actually see what I, the hell I was actually playing. You know what I mean? It'll yes. show me the notes, which, which I think there's value in it. I think there's value in it because you know, it's sometimes it's going to turn out, Really great. You go back to a song idea or a painting idea or or, uh, you know, a, a body of photographic work and you you rework it. And sometimes maybe you end up with something great. Other times you end up with the new Beatles tune. 
right? Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's not a great song. No. Right? The Beatles yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, it, it, it's great that they did it. It's great that there's closure, <laughs> that, that Paul got closure on it. Fine. Great. But I don't think that song moved the needle forward. True. Maybe there's something that comes out of this. And maybe it's just for you. Here, here think, think about this. I'm just kind of spitballing all this, but you're starting to write now. You're starting to write, um, uh, which is a different uh, flex than the muscle flex than than the photography. What if there's a what if there's a little motif in in one of these old uh, recordings yeah. that that you think would be perfect that inspires a scene for you to then write to sure. go into this? So I think there's value there. Right. Yeah, sure. I think you're lucky. I think you're fortunate that you that you kept all that. I often wish that I would have kept a lot of the older work because I don't know where it would take me today. Maybe nowhere, but maybe somewhere. Yeah. And I, I also think that there's a certain amount of nostalgia to the things that we did earlier. It, and I worry sometimes that you end up sort of landing in that nostalgia and soaking it. And it's just like stop wasting your time back here. Stop dreaming and start wake up and keep, keep marching along, you know? Yeah. Un unless the, unless the, 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 there's a situation where maybe the thing that you were working on was beyond your grasp at that point, whether it's be sure. beyond your aesthetic grasp or your technical grasp or whatever or you just it is. hit a wall and now, you know, a exactly. way around it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think there's value there. I absolutely do. Um, uh, it, yeah. you know, related, uh, you know what a play date is? Yeah, sure. You know, kids get together and yeah. play. <laughs> is that, is, seriously, is that what you're talking about? No, uh, the, the play date is a little handheld gaming console made by panic. Software. Oh, oh, is that the one that's got the little handle on it? Yeah. It, like the yeah. rod and reel kind of handle. Yeah. 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 A little wind up handle thing. Yeah. Type thing. yeah. So yeah. did you get uh, one? I don't have one, but if, uh, I got a, a, an email from a friend of mine, my friend Akshay, who said, uh, hey, um, I'm working on a game. And uh, one of our mutual friends said, you might be interested and able to help me out with the music and sound oh, that'd effects. That'd be fun. And is it like 8-bit? Like like <laughs> oh, yeah. You have three yeah. channels. They're monophonic. They are like oh, a sine wave, a square wave noise. <laughs> and uh, you have to funny. put it all in with... Uh, like a pencil on a on a piano roll in a oh. web in a, like a web thing that they've built. Oh wow! Yeah, and so I said yes. <laughs> of course you did. Now well, wishing I would have said I'm busy that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I just figured you know it's it's worth a try, right? Yeah, you get a you get a sine wave, a square, a sawtooth, and a triangle wave, and then a noise channel. So you have five channels. And you can, and you can write. Now, here's the crazy thing: you can import files into it, but the import files are not MIDI files; they're JSON files that describe oh, yeah. what it is. Okay. But somebody has made a MIDI to JSON converter. Of course, they have. <laughs> Same kid that did the sonar files. <laughs> <laughs> He's busy. He's getting all the work. <laughs> Tony, it's one kid in his mom's basement. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and so I'm trying to decide now if I'm if I'm gonna write in Logic or something like that and try to do the conversion, or just you know mess around in Logic to figure out what I'm gonna do and then go and bleep it in with a with a with a 
cursor. Yeah. In in this little play date pulp thing. But I just thought that, I mean, it's just so weird that all of these little music things, not like they're not, these aren't gig gigs and I'm not making, making any money on it, but it's just sort of a fun little, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought on, you'd on get a, a kick a, out of the whole sonar thing. Yeah. I mean, no, this is, this is actually, this kind of dovetails with something I wanted to ask you about because over the weekend, Arturia, uh, big music company, so music's kind of the theme. So <laughs> there we go. Um, Arturia released a, a firmware update for the Mini Freak, which okay. is their their synth that's the big brother to the Micro Freak. And one of the questions to you is is and, and don't answer it yet, but how long a company should support a product? How long has right? the Mini Freak been out? Well, the the Mini Freak's been out for a year, and this okay. is version two point of the firmware. The Micro Freak has been out for five years. And earlier in the year, they released a 5.0 update that added uh, wavetable synthesis. It added sampling. It added granular synthesis. I mean, really big features five years on. And they still sell this thing though, right? Yes. They still sell both of them. They didn't yeah. deprecate one to to in favor of the other. So they've got the Mini Freak at 399. No, I'm sorry. The Micro Freak at 399 uses a capacitive touch keyboard yeah the mini freak i think is 599 or 699 i can't remember um and it's basically it, it's kind of like having two micro freaks in one but it's got a traditional keyboard multiple oscillators anyway so they added wavetable synthesis or wavetables to sure. to this this firmware update i remember um, they added when wavetable synthesis happened corgam right? one was a wavetable synth wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 oh, what's oh. which the Genesis mm, anyway. and the in the ads because they made all of those Genesis of the I can't dance and I right. they did right. yeah they, anyway go ahead. There's a guy oh offline I'll send it to you but there's a guy that that uh, I follow that just bought one of Tony Banks synths and it still has all the Genesis patches in it. Of course it does. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. I mean, why wouldn't it? Um, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess one of the questions is. How long should companies support a product? I mean, this is a, a year-old product, so it's a version two. We can assume that there is going to be a version three, maybe even a version four, maybe even a version five of this. And of, with, of the with, software, you mean? Of the firmware, yeah. 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 Um, and and in, in, to bring it back up at least a little bit to photography, Fuji used to be really great about their Kaizen updates where yeah. they would add new features and extend functionality, not just bug fixes, but adding completely new features to hardware. I, you know, I feel that, okay, more generally, I think if you're still selling this, the hardware, like they are with the micro freak, right? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Keep putting on new stuff. Cause otherwise if you don't have a new hardware thing coming out, people, people are not going to buy a thing from six years ago. If it works just like it did six years ago. Right. It's like, no, it's the same hardware, but like we keep adding to it, and and it's it's a, it's a selling point, right? It's like a, if you buy this, it's not going to be completely obsolete next year because we're going to keep yeah, working sure. on it. Sure. Um, <clears throat> were they originally? Did they make software originally? Were they always a hardware company? That's a good question. I don't know if they started out just making emulation because one one of their big software packages is um, their V collection, where they've taken. You know, a lot of the old synths, like the Oberheims and the uh, the Prophets, and uh, there's Emu in there. The Insonics are in there, and they've they've modeled or sampled files from that, and and basically recreated these old analog hardware synths in software, and they sound fantastic. They really yeah. do. 
Well, I mean, that's um, the thing, man. This, the, the, it's crazy how good all of these things have gotten. I was, I was talking with somebody at a Christmas party the other night. Just, just the internal sense inside of logic. It's like, what? You don't really need... I mean, anybody from the 80s and 90s, if you said, well, this is all you ever get to work with, they'd be like, great, super. These are fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I think that <clears throat> I am annoyed, I will say, by the fact that my very expensive Fuji camera in the year that I've had it, I think I bought it almost exactly a year ago, which we need to get back to. I, I have something I need to say about that later, so remind me. <laughs> Um, do you have a buyer? Is that what you have to say? <laughs> uh, a, uh, that, um, that it doesn't, it hasn't gotten, it's gotten a couple of firmware upgrades, but you, like you said, they're mainly bug fixes. And I understand that there are limitations to what the hardware in, in the camera can do. You know, the chip can only go so fast or do whatever it is, but you know, you, you could, if I spend $6,000 on a camera, you could give me a new film emulation every year right you know what i'm saying right, like right, you can right, do a right, little right. something just give me something uh well and that's that's why i brought fuji up specifically is because they have a history with the x pro one the x pro one if you if you download the current firmware it's a completely different camera than it was at launch the same with the two the three the the xt series They're, mine is not really good about adding features and functionality yeah but yeah, not with yeah. the not with the uh the gfx and that's and that's no, kind of what it, I'm what I'm annoyed by is the fact that it's like okay well this is this is a s serious pro thing with you know that people are spending a lot of money on I understand if you're not going to keep adding to the six hundred ninety nine dollar camera but like the one that people spend that much money on come on you know um, well yeah and it, it becomes an issue of like come on you you're telling me there's nothing. That exactly. you couldn't fix or improve upon in two years or a year and a half, whatever it is. Yeah. Nothing. Or, or give me some, like, for example, weird, annoying thing is that you can change the direction of the wheel in the back, your thumb wheel, right? To like, like, uh, I have it for aperture, right? Mm, but the mm -hmm. direction it goes for aperture, if I hold down a button and use that for ISO, right? ISO goes in the exact opposite direction that I want it to go. But if I reverse mm. it, it reverses it for both of them. So either I don't like the way aperture goes up and down, or I don't like the, the direction that ISO goes up and down, and but the two are linked to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could yeah, easily yeah, yeah. have it where it's like ISO, and then the next setting is like, you know, up to the right or down to the left or whatever it is. You know, like you could right. just to make it so that it fits my hand and does what every other camera that I've ever used does. Like little things like that. It's like, that doesn't cost you anything. That's just like little things that make it even more... Uh, 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 yeah. what, you know, customizable, I guess is the word. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, I, I have, I've had the same thing about the X pro for a long time. Give me another focus peaking color other than white. Yes. Something little thing like that. Right. Cause like, white really just move the slider, move could, the slider, give it me a specular head highlight or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah bright yeah. yellow, something that's like, is obvious what's in focus. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I, I don't know, man. I I see it from the company's point of view where it's like, well, we've got your money. We Now we need to get the next person's money. So we're going to put the money towards that. But, you know, I don't think Fuji is, you know, dying on the vine money wise. You know, they're a big giant corporation. So you want you you want to be the best and you want to be doing good stuff. I mean, back in the Nikon Sony days, did they ever update? Uh, actually add any features to your cameras. I mean, there would be bug fixes, but I don't remember a lot of When changes. I was using Nikon, no. Not that I remember. <laughs> yeah. 
But they're, I mean, I don't think that the, the, they weren't as electronic, for lack of a better word. Yeah, it was less of a computer. Yeah. So, I mean, if it worked, it worked off the assembly line. And unless there was some catastrophic thing, like, you know, the SD card reader didn't read all the time or something like that, maybe they would fix that. But yeah, it didn't work with these I, cards and now it works with these cards. That kind of yeah. Yep. I, I mean, I, I just, it's, it's an interesting question to what degree should the company be responsible for adding to an existing product? I mean, legally none, but I think that, I think that it should scale somewhat with the level of product. Mm. You know, I think if you bought, bought a $5,000 synth and they said, well, this is how it's going to be for the rest of time, even though we could update it. It's just like, no, come on. I think that it, even if it's not great for the bottom line, it is huge for the goodwill of the company. I mean, you yeah. still remember the additions to your Fuji, you know, yeah. years later. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And you think, wow, these people are, are pretty cool. Look at them doing, you know, giving me something, not something for nothing. It's like, it's, it's, it's kind of when you bought the camera, it's like, oh, wow, they're doing something cool with it. You know, they're, they're, they're adding something to it. Um, I, but if you're going to set that precedent, I think you need to maintain it. And it sounds like, at least from what you're saying about the GFX, that's that's not really the case for that particular camera. I don't yeah, know how it I, is with, with all of their other cameras. I have not gotten any updates that I've noticed any change to the camera, as it were. Uh, and when I played with the 100, the second, right. uh, <laughs> It, it it was a lot faster and better in a lot of ways. And I wonder if that was just the chip, you know, cause like the, the way these things work, it's sort of like a kind of like the Apple chip where it's like, well, you know, we're, we're going to have special routines on here for specific things that we do. So it's not all in right. software. So right. the, the AF system is the new one that's in the new H cameras, which I don't know, tracks, you know, snake and, and mouse eyes for people who take pictures of their pets or whatever, you know, it's like mine doesn't do that. It only does human eyes. Well, you know, you need to upgrade to the new chip. Um, you'd think they'd be, they could squeeze a little bit more out of it after mm -hmm. using it for a long time. Yeah, I don't know. It's do you do you think that they have some obligation? Well, I mean, I, I think you you hit on something earlier. If if the product is still being made, if there's no replacement five years on, yeah. You know, I mean, I think I'm I'm kind of there with Tascam and and the Mixcast 4, they've done a 1.1, a 1.2, 1.3. None of them have really added a ton. I mean, there have been some good feature updates, but, you know, I've reached out to marketing multiple times and, and they're like, oh, yeah, send us your wish list. And I send the same wish list again and again and again. And crickets, nothing. And, I, you know, I've, I've asked, like, point blank, have you abandoned this product? Yeah. No response. No response. No response. So like abandoned I, you know, is a strong word. It's uh yeah, well, yeah. Um so I I don't know. I mean, I think it would it, it would uh, it would inspire me to buy from a company that supported the product versus buying a similar product from a company that doesn't support it. Yeah, that would be a competitive advantage. I um, think so. Yeah, I agree. Uh I don't yeah, I don't know. It's <sighs> I, you know, I, so I, was, I had a shoot yesterday and I, so I actually had two shoots. I had a fascinating shoot on Friday where I took pictures of, uh, 
that Richard Haynes, the 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 um, illustrator, the fashion illustrator guy. Did I tell you? About oh yeah, that? the one we were talking about before. How'd yeah. That go? Uh, it, I mean, it went well. I mean, I, I went over his place and we, you know, hung out for an hour and a half and, you know, interesting guy did, did the me thing chatting. Fascinating guy. Lots of stuff hmm. that I can't say in the air, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, absolutely fascinating guy. And I was, I took some pictures and I, I had brought, I brought my Pentax cause you know, I was just doing it for me and whatever. Cause you wanted the flashes to work. <laughs> yeah. So I brought, <laughs> uh, I, I brought the Pentax and I brought the 55 and the 35, which are like sort of my two go-to lenses on the, on that camera. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was looking at a couple of them on the back of the camera as I was going and like zoomed all the way in. And the Pentax does this really neat kind of a little trick that I actually really like, which is that if you were looking at the back of the camera at the picture, you hit play, you're looking at the back of the camera. If you cl- if you click to zoom in, there's a setting where it will automatically zoom in all the way to 100%. And so you you click once and you're at 100%, and then you can zoom out from there. Yeah. So if you yeah, want to check nice. focus, you don't have to go grunk 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 grunk. Yep. You just go click, yep. and you're at 100%. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you're not necessarily where you focused in the picture, but you're like right in the middle at 100%, which is generally where you're going to see something. In can you lock that click to the focus point so it goes to? Where you were focusing rather than the middle of the frame? Uh, perhaps, but I, on the Pentax, I always just use the center focus point. So ah, okay. it will automatically, okay. you know, it may be that that's what it's doing. Uh, yeah. But I always go to the center anyway, because I'm a center and recompose guy with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the, the 35 was soft and mm. it didn't used to be soft. And I mean, like, not just like, oh, you've gotten used to those Fuji lenses. No, no, no. Like it was out of focus. Like it was soft. And I don't know if I banged it or it's broken or I need to get it fixed or whatever it is. But anyway, I was shooting with it and 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 doing all this stuff. Uh, and I came home and some of them are are fine. They're a little soft, but they're perfectly usable. Uh, and then so was it was it waffling? Like sometimes it's sharp, sometimes it's soft, or was it? No, it was like same degree of softness regardless. Yeah, at that distance, it just looked like it was like a little like it needed glasses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yes, I can see his eyelashes, but they're not sharp. You know, like yeah. there, it, yeah. there's something going on and I I haven't taken the time to, maybe I'll do that later today. I haven't taken the time to try to figure out what it is. Um, if something's a little wonky with the lens, whatever the, the 50, the stuff on the 55 was sharp as a tack when it needed to be, but it, I had, so I had a shoot on, uh, yesterday on Monday, uh, and I was a little worried about bringing that lens. I'm like, ah, that's weird. Eh, crap. I'll just use the Fuji. So I brought the Fuji, shot with a 35, with the, with the zoom, with the wide zoom, and then the 110 long sort of portrait lens because it was like a more of a headshotty kind of thing that I had to do yesterday. So I brought this long lens and I was taking pictures. Now, the way that I normally shoot, I, 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 I will, I back button focus. I turn off the half press because mm-hmm. on the Fuji, I found that the half press, like when I wanted to take a picture, if I pressed, it would be like, whoa, hold on a second. Am I in focus? Am I in focus yet? Okay, he's in focus. All right, take the picture. So I turned that off and I and I half press on the back and then I, you know, take the picture and the shutter just shutters, which is what I do on, on the Bendex. However, yesterday I kept finding that like I would back button press focus and it would focus. And I don't know if I move forward or she moved forward or whatever it is. A third of my pictures yesterday were out of focus. Like on the uh, Fuji, not on the Pentax. On the Fuji. 
Now, wow. the ones that were in focus were, you know, crap ton, super cut your glass sharp. Like, right. you know, they're amazing. I mean, that piece of glass is amazing. The 110 is right. a great lens. All of the Fuji lenses are exceptional. Um, but half of them were like, oh, I'm, I'm back focused a little bit on her temple or on her nose or whatever it is. And it's, and it, it was finding her eye and it was doing the eye tracking nonsense. Right. But I wonder, I'm still a single shot focus person. Mm -hmm. I don't turn on continuous, hold down the autofocus button and then keep shooting so that it's like constantly fixing focus. Yeah. Have you ever done that? Shoot in constant? Yeah. I'm typically single point. Me too. Okay. So I get I guess my question to you is could it be that the fact that I got a third of images yesterday out of focus is that I am not using the camera correctly in the sense that I'm still shooting it like it's an old school camera but I need to trust the camera and say no just keep focusing all the time. That's a, a really good question. You see what I'm trying to get at? Yeah, no, it's a great question. And it's, it, it, I, yes. Um, and I will say it's something, you're, you're giving me something to think about because Pentax sent me another monochrome. Okay. And it's soft, again. Okay, right. Different lens, different model of lens. The first one was the 16 to 50. It was front focusing and you saw the photos. It wasn't me. Yeah. You saw those photos. Yep. They sent me the 20 to 40. I don't know if they sent me the same body or a different body. It's pretty wide, 20 to 40. Yeah, but it's also front focusing. Now, have you taken that out to use at normal distances and not two feet away? Uh, briefly. Yeah, not I'm just wondering to really like, make... If you went for a walk with it and took a picture of a car that was, you know, 10 feet away, I wonder if the focus would be accurate enough at that distance you know what i mean like would be locked on at that distance good question good question that's that's on the the docket for the next couple of days is to take it out in the real world uh, but i wonder the if internal that, testing yeah not good does does that have a uh the like micro adjustments nonsense not that i can find i looked and i couldn't find it uh, maybe it does and i'm just looking in the wrong place but i couldn't seem to find it whereas wait is that an slr I, or does that evf slr yeah. Which like don't even get me started on that because that's, see, I don't like it. Oh, see. I don't yeah. like it. I like the SLR. I'm I'm so now used to an EVF and, and seeing. All right. I thanks, myself, everyone. This will be our last episode of On Taking Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I really am. Yeah. Um, you chimp more, you know, because you're like, okay, did I get to, what's going on with the highlights? Yeah. Whatever. Um, it's harder for me to manual focus on a matte focus screen. See, I find that I chimp more on the EVF because I can easily just pull up the last picture or have it even come up as, as I take them. Hmm. So I feel like it, the screen is trying to feed me more all the time. Yeah. I, I don't know, man, I'm really frustrated by this and I don't, I don't want to just send it back and say, Hey, you know, you sent me another wonky camera, but I also don't want to badmouth the camera if it's, if it's, if it's not the camera, but it's me. Yeah. But I'm shooting side by side with, my Olympus EM1 Mark II, and it's night and day. Yeah. Same settings, same subject, same ISO. Right, 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 right. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, but, but to go back to the, your, your question about continuous focus, maybe there is, maybe I am moving. Maybe there's something in keeping it in continuous and seeing how it works then 
I, maybe I'm moving just an ever so slight amount and it throws it out of focus. But right. I don't think that's the case because it's not sharp under the focus point. But but maybe maybe I'm moving. I don't I, know. That's you know, a good question. This And this is the problem that I have is that, you know, back when I used to use like really slow SLR cameras, you wouldn't use continuous because I was always a center, as I said just now, a center point and recompose kind of guy. Yeah. So what is the point of having it continuous? Cause I need to recompose. It's a, the, the focus point isn't on what I'm trying to focus on all the time. Right. You know, especially if you're shooting somebody and you're at a relatively shallow depth of field, I'm not trusting a focus point in the upper left-hand corner of the grid anyway to like be on their eye and not on their edge of their eyebrow. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not accurate enough. Right. So, so I just never use it. Like I would never even think to have it continuously focusing. But if you're, if you're I know all centered, the people who are listening to this show right now who have been using all these super modern cameras forever. Are just like, are you out of your mind? Of course you should yeah. keep it continuous. But aren't, aren't you getting, I mean, if you're center, if you're center and recompose, you're focused, you go center on the eye, but then you really want that eye on the third line. You're increasing that distance to the eye when you've already locked focus. So I know you, that. And there are times, well, when you're, when you're really, really. Or do you not shoot that shallow? A, I don't sh- usually shoot that shallow. Usually that's a problem with longer lenses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But even in the times that I do, I would also compensate by focus and then just like lean in just a tiny bit or whatever. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? To compensate gotcha. for yeah, it. Gotcha. And there was never, that was never really a problem. And what kind of bothers me is that I have a better hit rate on my camera from 10 years ago than I do now. Which has got to be just massively frustrating. Oh, it's, I want to smash this camera on the ground. And I really think that it is because I was, you know, I was talking to, was it Matt Carr? Hi, Matt. Uh, I think I was talking to Matt last week because, you know, he he shoots with an R5 sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think it was him who was basically saying like, oh, God, like I don't, it's just like, especially with the, with the R5 specifically, and I'm sure the high-end Sony's, whatever it is, the the autofocus on those or Alicia, right, uses an R5 to shoot the weddings. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't even think about focus anymore. Like it, it's going to focus. It's going to lock. It's going to be on all the time. Like, I don't have to worry about that. The camera's wow. got that covered. Um, and I think that maybe the GFX 100, the second, uh, <laughs> is a lot better at that. Right. And it's funny. Cause I was but like, it, but it shouldn't be. That's the thing. Right. It's, it's a, a $6,000 camera should be from able a year to ago with- should be able to, Keep yeah. focus all the time. Now, do you have enough of a relationship to Dan to reach out to him and go, hey, you use this thing. What am I missing here? Yeah, but I'm sure he has it on a tripod. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, that's true. That's, that's, true. The, that's the thing about people like him is that he's using it in such a, I, I don't even know if he uses autofocus, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, he's, he's using it differently. I mean, and that's the thing about all these cameras is that you could, I'm sure there's somebody out there using that Pentax monochrome who would have the same exact body as you, but they just use it in a different way than you where the deficiencies or frustrations that you're having are not the ones that they're having. That is probably true. Uh, you know, the, the Simon DeVitt guy that I follow on Instagram, the, the member we used him as our photographer of the week, a few weeks yeah, ago, sure. the yeah, sure, guy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, I think Fuji gave him a GFX kit to play with. And I asked him, I, I DM'd him. I was like, hey, how's it going? He's like, well, I've only, you know, used it a little bit, but it's pretty great so far. I'm like, yeah, I'm just so frustrated with it. And 
but he's got it on sticks and he's shooting architecture and he can zoom into a hundred, make sure it's in focus, you know? Yeah. Like it's a completely different, he's not doing what I'm doing. No one's moving in his pictures. Right, 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 uh, right. Where everything's moving all the time in my pictures. And what's really frustrating about it is, is a couple of the pictures that I took yesterday were some of my favorite pictures, but they were out of focus. Okay, but, but just to play devil's advocate. Yep. Your shooting style has not arguably changed very much. And and it's right. and yet it seems like this particular camera has given you more grief than the Pentax or the Canons before that. Yes. Is that fair? Uh yeah. But I guess the question is, is that because I need to change my shooting style because it's a different kind of camera? It's not meant to be shot the way I'm shooting it. I don't know, man. It's I, funny, that's, you know, Conrad that's, that, the, that seems thin. Well, I, I made I was I kind of brought it up this morning. I was I was chatting with my wife and and she's just like, I wish you would just go buy the new one if that's gonna fix it, because this is driving me crazy. <laughs> You're driving me yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but that's and and if I knew, if I knew, and I've played with it for 20 minutes, and so maybe I gotta call my buddy Perry who's got one and play with it some more. But if I knew it was going to quote unquote, fix my problem. If it was going to make mm -hmm. it be like, oh, all the things I loved about it, great. All the things I don't like about it are fixed. Wow. So, so book a All shoot. All in, 7,500 bucks. Like, yeah. I, book I a would shoot. Do yeah. Go borrow Perry. Let him borrow your camera for an hour. He can come or, over. You know, a couple hours. I can shoot him. Whatever. Perry, come over. He'll buy you lunch at the diner. It'll be great. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. And, and shoot the way you, but, but here's the thing. Shoot the way you normally shoot. Don't cater to the camera. Yes. Don't don't try to don't try to cater to to the way you shoot with this the current the Gen One the the first right <laughs> <laughs> shoot the way you normally shoot and if that if that fixes that thing you know if that if that increases your hit rate check yeah. also check the flash because you've been having problems with flash yeah actually the flash and thing it, has been much better since I got an actual Fuji specific mm. controller but go ahead and if it does. Trade it in. Take the take the hit. Who cares? Take the hit. Trade it into B and H. Yeah. I guess my whole thing is that like I feel like I was burned once, and I do not yeah. want to be burned again. And that sort of that's what it comes. If I knew it would fix it, I'd say, "Well, the heck with it. Let's do it." And and have you sent the camera to Fuji and said, "Is there a problem with this body?" No, I don't. I don't think it's a problem with the body. I think it's a problem with my body. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> show title <laughs> i, I kind of like don't cater to the camera but okay yeah, there you go that's good that's good too um yeah i don't i mean but it is interesting that the idea that like maybe it's that this tool is meant to be used this way and i'm using it that way and that's why it's but frustrating that's, i mean come on is that that, that would if be I very better, disappointing if if you have to spend six grand on a camera and only shoot it in a certain way. That, if, that doesn't that, that just seems really weird. To I me. get a better autofocus hit rate with my camera from ten years ago with a center focus auto point. Center okay, and, focus and, auto point. and to 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 you know same thing. I get way better results from my how old EM one Mark II five years old. Right. Is that when the Mark II came out? Yeah. Versus like the, the new monochrome. Although, to be fair, the new monochrome is really based on the K3, which, you know. It's an old camera. It it's feels... actually, I bet you that camera has the same guts as my camera, as the mm. as my as my 645. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same chip. It doesn't feel modern. 
in no. the same way. Whereas <laughs> but, I think if I if I got I an OM one, sure. it would. I guess my thing is that like I don't need my camera to feel modern. I need my camera to give me modern files. Like that's all mm. I care about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the rest mm-hmm. of the doodads, like it doesn't for the way that I take pictures. I don't. Those things are more in my way most of the time. I don't know. It's yeah. it's just it's it's. It sounds like it's on Perry to fix this. Is what it sounds like. <laughs> no pressure, Perry. Perry. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> well, the funny the 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 funny thing is that I think that he doesn't even use GF lenses on his. Oh really? What he, is he just using third party manual focus lenses? Yes, he like um uh what were the um the Leica S series? Oh okay. The Leica medium format. He has a couple of those that he uses manually and he has and he has an adapter to use canon ef glass some of which is good enough and a big enough circle oh wow that so it covers the sensor it wow. vignettes a bit but it's uh-huh. but like i think i played with the 512 when i was over his house on there like the old ef 512 still it, man bring it over put your lenses on it and and see what it does and if and and because the, 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 the fuji lenses so, are amazing yeah <laughs> answer amazing. the question I mean, you can you can sort of kvetch over the should I, shouldn't I after you find out the answer to the question. But at least then you would know the answer to the question. Is it this body that's the problem or is it me? Well, and that's the test. Also, what I could do is have a friend over where the pictures don't matter and really shoot in continuous. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. Uh, you know, interestingly enough, too, yesterday, let's see how many pictures I took. I took 200 and I took 424 pictures. So I guess this is about right. That's just shoot yesterday. Yeah. Which I was yeah. having fun, you know, and the subject was fun and we were having a good time. Which is a lot of pictures for me. I don't normally shoot that many, but, sure. you know, we were just messing around and trying a bunch of different things. Um, the battery died at the end of the shoot. So I can get 400 pictures out of a battery. Which I don't is not re- bad. No, it's not bad. But I don't remember the last time I did. I, I would do those shoots. For example, a few years ago when I was shooting all the Taylor dancers, mm-hmm. I shot a couple hundred pictures of each dancer and I did eight images, you know, eight dancers a day. And I changed the battery once. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, like mm-hmm. I don't think about the battery in my Pentax. It's like... Whatever's whatever battery power it has, I can get the shoot done in that amount of battery. I'm not I don't right, I'm not looking right. at it clicking down over time. And that also makes me wonder if I used it in continuous focus mode, maybe with half press continuous focus. So I'm basically just holding down the 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 half press, which is continuously autofocusing, and then I'm just you know shuttering yep. when I shutter. Yep. yep. Am I gonna get two hundred shots out of it? Because it's working so hard focusing all the time the fuji you're talking about yeah yeah you know that's that's my other worry is that like if i start really relying on all this auto stuff am i going to get like 150 pictures out of a battery but that's i mean so bring it bring an extra battery that's not a big deal i would be more concerned about your hit rate and and whether that's the body or whether it's you i can't i bill i just can't imagine that it's you though i really can't i hope it's not me unless unless you're doing sort of some sort of subconscious you know, I, 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 you've been shooting for so long and, and you have a you've developed a method of shooting that has worked for you. I can't sure. imagine that in the last two years or year or whatever. Oh, I'm, year, I'm not I guess. actively screwing up, I'm, you yeah. know, 
Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's super weird. And I'm frustrated and annoyed by it. But it's what what's really frustrating and annoying to me at the moment is that I feel like the, the, the wide angle lens on the Pentax is acting wonky. And now the Fuji's acting wonky. I'm like, man, do I have a damn camera that <laughs> get that five D Mark II out of the, exactly. out of the closet? Get it, get it back from Sophie. <laughs> uh, yeah, Leela's got the Mark One. I'm going to shoot 12 megapixel Mark One shots with with they're, they're no micro files, adjustments. But they're really sharp. Yeah, <laughs> are they? There's no micro adjustments on the Mark yeah, One. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it, it's it's you know Kvetch day, but it's just interesting. Mm. Yeah, it's just interesting to me. The you've been fighting too long with this camera not to get a definitive well, answer. And and you know what? It's okay. This is almost a year. Yeah, that I've that I've quote unquote given this camera. Yes, and, and a year in, I'm still it. angry about it. Yes, it's like, uh, the, why am I trying to convince myself? I guess the question is, what do I do? Do I go even deeper into? The Fuji world, or I just say, you know what, this is not the system for me. No, you and go you, back to you what call, I was using. You call Perry and you see if it's if it's yeah. if the if the new one fixes it. I'm sorry, and if the, it does, the, the, which one? Which one's going to fix it? The GFX, the second. <laughs> the second. How do you do that? It's a little preset on the mixer. <laughs> of course it is. I was wondering about <laughs> that. You did that last week too. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's goofy. What is it but called? I, I would do that. Uh, I don't know something deep voice, voice of effects God. yeah, yeah. <laughs> voice of hell i don't know i would i would do you know as much as i could to solve the problem yeah. with the hardware and if it's a hardware problem look take the hit what are you going to take if you trade it in to to bnh that's what they'll give you for it no i think they'll give me i think on the secondary market i could sell that camera for 3500 right now so I'll lose twenty five hundred bucks. Okay, but then you're done with it. Yeah, but then I gotta and 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 Conrad, hi Conrad, has said go do it. So go do it. Yeah, I, I'm telling I'm, you the thing I I most need to learn because Fielding has said the same thing. Go get an OM one. Go get a ZF. I don't care. Just go get something if you want something. Go get it. I don't care. Go get it. Yeah, it's one of those you know life is short and we're getting old kind of things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're not gonna have that much time to use it anyway. I know. Um, I, I got to go with the lighter one. That's the one I'll be able to carry. I okay. <laughs> Can we go there for half a second? <laughs> Yesterday, so your, bone, your bones are becoming too brittle to even hold the camera. No, 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 no. Uh, but but I, you know, I had th those GF lenses are not light. I will tell you, right? Yeah, uh, sure. But that camera with those lenses, that's fine. Strap it over the side. But then I have the two AD two hundreds, two little nano stands, two soft lighters in like a little backpack that I sling over my shoulder. Little backpack. Why don't you get like a rolling Pelican case? Because then I got to roll. I still got to carry it up and down stairs, which is the real problem. I don't mind having it on my back. It's just the idea of like bringing all of this gear as somebody who doesn't drive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the question is, am I doing this when I'm 60? Yeah. Carrying you, 40 pounds of gear. Of what, on my you just back? said something. You, you don't drive. Are you ever concerned for your own mobility? Mm, no, uh, not safety. Well, I guess safety, well-being, safety, carrying all this gear around in oh. New York City. Does that uh, ever concern you? Like, am I worried I'm going to get mugged and somebody's going to grab yeah, my yeah, camera? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Mm, no, because I don't think 
I mean, yes, there have been places that I've been in the city where I'm like, mm, I'm going to walk a little faster because I have 10 grand on my hip. Mm-hmm. Thing is, they don't know I have 10 grand on my hip. Right. Yeah. Because you're just using like a regular backpack, right? You're uh, not using. I, I have like a little side satchel think tank bag that they, that they, that B&H so wonderfully gave me when I bought my GFX. They were like, well, you're spending $16,000 here. No. It's yeah. this $30 bag. You spent 10 Have grand. Fun. Here's a hundred bucks. Uh, thanks. Uh, they gave me a bag. Here's and a I've been... 20% off coupon for exactly. this think tank bag. Exactly. No, they gave me a think tank bag, which was, you know, nice of them. They didn't have to give me a think tank bag. I should have yeah. actually pushed a little more. Now that I think about it, I should have been like, oh, I'm, maybe I'm thinking again. Oh, could you throw in this and throw in that? Because I'm sure they would have, you know, to try to yeah, juice yeah. the deal. But I was trying to be all cool. Like, yeah, just give me one of those and one of those and a Big Mac, you know. Um, <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I don't worry about it that much. The, I do have it all insured. Yeah. I'd be more annoyed if I if it got stolen and I had just done a shoot and I didn't take the card out before they stole it. Because then it'd be like, oh, crap. Do you typically? In some ways, if something... they did steal it, it would be a good thing because I'd get a check for the full price of that camera. <laughs> right. Not That's even true. kidding. Do you do you typically separate out, like put the card in another pocket or no. in, in your, no, you don't. Not, so. not, um, not for like something like I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if, if it's a big shoot where we're at the studio and, you know, like a lot of money was spent or some kind of thing like that. It goes on three different drives and the drives go with different people. Yeah. Okay. You know, like you're going in that car here, take this SSD, like, you know, or, yeah. and then I've even done a thing where I was, we were in Puerto Rico and I, I left the SD original SD card with the, with the videographer I was with down there. I was like, can you just hold on to this as like a mm-hmm. double backup mm-hmm. in case this stuff gets lost in Cause, I mean, flights what, I mean, and whatever. Talk about insult to injury. Not only do they have all your stuff, but. Now you they have got to go back stuff. to the client and go, um, yeah, can we redo that? Yeah. The, the, the other thing is that like um, one of the nice things about the the newer cameras versus the old cameras is that they write to cards a lot faster. So mm-hmm. if, if, if you have two, both of these cameras are two SD card cameras, both of the ones I have. If you put two SD cards in the 645Z and you have it write to both cards, uh, it's like a backup, like a RAID 1 kind of situation. Yeah, it sure. takes twice as much to write because it writes them serially. It writes to the card one. Oh. It writes to card two. Wow. The Fuji writes to both simultaneously. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you can, you, there's no downside to having two cards in the Fuji all the time. Mm-hmm. But there is a downside to doing it with the Pentax. Now, yeah. I've never had a card fail. I've never, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure it happens. I've just, I've never experienced that. Um, yeah. Certainly not in the Pentax or my Canons or anything like that. I never had like, oh, it didn't write correctly or, you know, I mean, every once in a while a shot is wonky or whatever it is, but yeah, it's ne- that's never really been a problem for me. But there's a lot of people like where if, if it's got to work and we got to get it this one time, it's like, okay, well then you're writing to two cards. Right. You know, yesterday right. I wrote to two cards. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, but yes, I, sometimes I think about the, um, the losing the, the camera thing. It's like, whoops, I left the camera at a cafe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be a terrible thing for me right now. <laughs> well, uh, don't say it out loud. I don't want to know. <laughs> I, I'm, I, am, I am not going to Rikers for you, Wadman. But, but interestingly <laughs> enough, I, I, when I put the Fuji on, I took the Pentax off the insurance. So the Pentax is currently uninsured. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it that much of a difference uh, financially? Well, I would have had to pay... 
another, you know, few couple hundred dollars a quarter, whatever it is. Right, right, right. Which if I'm not using it, you know. Um, plus the Pentax is getting so old. I mean, even if I was going to continue using the Pentax forever, I would buy another one because mm-hmm. just as you know, I'd have another one and start using that one and leave this one as the backup. I've shot a lot on this one. I wonder if you can look up the uh, shutter count. I'll have to look up the. I would imagine all that stuff's in there, right? Hey, how is the handling on the the monochrome? See, I I like big chunky grips. So I like big grips, and I cannot lie. <laughs> you pocket shooters can't deny. <laughs> um, yeah, I I like the handling of it. It it looks interesting the way they the way they styled it. You know, the, with with the the, uh, the Pentax branding on the prism is gray instead of white. All the buttons yeah. are monochrome. The interface is monochrome. All of that stuff is great. Uh, it just feels. And I don't want to badmouth them because they were they've been kind enough to send me two of these things. Yeah, but it it does feel dated to use. Sure, but it, it, to some um, extent, isn't it supposed to feel a little nostalgic? I don't know. I don't know what the goal was. Because Pentax I, I doesn't s- make any EVF cameras. I think they're yeah. still all they're all in. Uh, on- well, yeah, other than the the Rico, but that's that's yeah you know, yeah. Different. But none of the Pentax branded ones. I think that those are all still. Uh, maybe I might be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, like I said, I don't. I don't want to badmouth sure. the camera or sure. the, the company because they they were very kind. But did you like the look? I like the look of it. Um, this is the second one that hasn't really performed very well, and right. I I don't think it's me, given that I'm shooting side by side with the Oli, and and those files look fantastic. Yeah. Um, if I were Man, I, if I were going to upgrade cameras right now, I would. It would be a tough decision between the Nikon not having held it or used it, just going on the aesthetics of it and the reputation of Nikon. Yep. And staying with Micro Four Thirds and getting an OM One because I I know what a fabulous job they have done with the EM One Mark II, and by all accounts, the OM One is better. And and for my use case, you know, I'm not blowing up thirty by forty pictures. I'm not cropping in. You know, like I'm just I'm just wandering around with a with a camera. So if I even do that, so I think there's no real downside. All of these cameras are more camera than I will ever need. Yes. On my current trajectory, yeah, sure, 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 you know? sure, sure. And you don't do um, a lot of manipulation to no your files. No, what I will say, I, I I and I think this is not unique to the monochrome, but any monochrome camera. Because it's not seeing in color, now you can't do things like add a red filter or add a green filter in camera. Yes. You've and, got to carry that thing around and put and it on the front it, of the lens. And if it, uh, uh, if it blows out, there's no other channels to pull back highlights from. Right. So Which is the it, thing it I, I did when I played with the Leica one. I was like, whoa, really got to underexpose because like. You really do. Don't blow you out really those do. highlights. Yeah, because when when they're gone, they're gone. Um. From what I've seen, you know, I, I like what you can do with the ZF. They've, they've got a, a physical black and white button uh, setting on the on the the dial beneath the shutter speed dial. And you can just kind of whack it over into black and white and shoot that. Yep. But I still like the flexibility of the Olympus. I, I, I can't say enough about how much I've loved using that camera. So I don't know, man. Uh, real time follow up. Yes. Uh, I. You just talked to Perry? 
no, I, I, <laughs> I picked up my Pentax, stuck a card in, shot a JPEG because you need to do a JPEG and drop that JPEG onto a uh, actuation calculator thing on the internet. Oh, and so I've got a number. You get you you, you want to guess? Let's see. Okay, so you bought it. Did you buy it new or did I you buy bought it, it and pre-owned? it had a thousand actuations on it, something like that. Okay, I'm gonna say this was. Um, I'm gonna say November of 2016. The, I'm gonna say somewhere in the thirty thousand range. Thirty thousand. Yeah. Remember, I shot three years of daily portraits on it. Thirty-one thousand. Uh, one hundred and fifty-six thousand seven hundred two oh, actuations. Okay, so don't don't you know don't do a guess your weight or guess the number of M and M's in a jar with don't me. Don't let Jeffrey do it. You'll fail. He's gonna miserably. lose. <laughs> How much do you weigh? Six hundred pounds. You're like I'm a little kid. Well, uh, yeah. Probably okay, lay off so the desserts. Missed it by that much. <laughs> Kids are not gonna know that reference either. <laughs> They're not. Um. <laughs> But uh, what was the other one? What was the other? Just a bit outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, Mr. By That Much is uh, Johnny Dangerously? No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Just a Bit Outside is uh, Major League. Yeah. My father said that to me once. Once. Yeah. Once. Yeah. Uh, My father hung me on a hook once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, apparently, the shutter expe- shutter life expectancy for this camera is a hundred thousand actuations. Oh, so you've still got plenty! Wow. No, a hundred thousand, and I've done one hundred fifty-six thousand. Oh, oh, oh! I'm oh, over okay. by fifty percent. Oh, right. Okay. Although I did have the shutter start acting wonky a while back, and they had to re- fix something in it. So it may be that it's sort of a newish shutter or a, a like rehab. Did they fix shutter. or just replace the shutter mechanism? Uh, I don't think they replaced the, it wasn't the shutter. Actually, it wasn't the shutter. It was the, uh, the mirror mechanism, the mirror, like flip Mm. up mechanism Mm. Mm -hmm. was -hmm. getting stuck and KEH fixed it for me and then send it back to me and it worked for a little while. And then I started doing it again and I sent it back to them and they fixed it and it hasn't been a problem since. So whatever Mm. they did also may have changed. I don't think they swapped out the whole shutter because the shutter still sounds a little, uh, like it's a little tired. It still sounds really good. I know. It does sound good. It sounds so <laughs> Come good. On. Come this on. is the thing, man. I was shooting that Illustrator guy. I was like, oh, this is so fun using the old camera. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know, man. Like, it's <sighs> camera talk with Bill and Jeffrey. Right. It's almost like we're talking about pictures. Wait. <laughs> yeah, but are we talking about taking pictures? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Yeah. It's a... Uh, uh, yeah, it's funny. It's like for years there, I honestly did not even think about my camera kit. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't question it. It just, I mean, it was, it was, it was the gun that I picked up when I needed to shoot something. You know what I mean? It was yeah, yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's ready to go. Does what I ask it to do. Doesn't complain. Yeah. It was like a good pen. Yes, exactly. You know, uh, you just, this is my pen. This is what I use. <laughs> this is my gun. There are many guns and there are many weapons like it, but this is mine. Uh, All right. Do we have a photographer of the week? You know, I have, I have a suggestion. Hit me. Uh, So a while back, I went a while back, a few weeks ago when I was obsessing about my Sergeant stuff. Yes. There was a photographer named David Seidner 
who I had never heard of, who apparently in the, uh, uh, I don't know, in the, in the, in the nineties was shooting stuff apparently like, uh, uh, doors. There you go. Um, got it. Like Sergeant for, but photography. I'm like, how is it that I don't know this guy? Turns out he died in 1999 HIV. Oh no. But if you, if you go to this link and you scroll down and, and go look at like the, the second to the last rung, Wait, is this the ICP link or what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah. where I'm at right now. Okay, yeah. So, so scroll down to like the second to the last rung of those things, and like look at the one, like third one in of like the three women, or like kind of oh, lying yeah. on each kind other, kind of leaning forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Very that kind sort of sort of boucher. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like it. Uh, or, or, or even like, uh, scroll up, and there's the one like third rung down on the right with the red carpet on the stairs, but she's like cut off at the head. Love that composition. Oh yeah. Look at that. Look at that. So, I mean, this guy, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, wow. fashion photographer. Oh, um, I love the other one opposite that with the, the one for Balenciaga. Oh, where the it's a mannequin. Where, yeah. Where it's a mannequin oh, that's with great. the stuff on it. I mean, yeah, obviously this great. guy was, you know, a fashion guy in the nineties or whatever it is. Um, but wait, let's see. Wait, if you view more. Oh, the one with the mirrors is kind of, uh, yeah, he did a lot uh, of stuff with broken mirrors. Uh, of oh, reversi does a lot of stuff yes. like that too. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Okay, so here, oh. click, click, uh, more, more, and you'll get down to one that's uh. Well, here I can just send you a link. Look at, look at the, look at the blur that he got in and the and the green dress of this shot. See, this is the kind of oh, fashion man. photography that I am okay, perfectly so that, fine with. That okay. So I would assume if I'm if I may may I take a stab at this? Sure. I would assume that there's somebody off camera that had that dress held up and dropped it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Is that, yeah, is yeah. that, is that what we're seeing yeah, there? Yeah, do you yeah, think? yeah. That's almost certainly what happened, which is, which, you know, these are the kinds of tricks that people do. I love that. Yeah. That's great. Look so, at, and he also and did these pink bow. Mm. Yeah. But like, look at the, the, there's also these weird, almost um, like multi-shot vertical panoramas of people and stuff where he's like shooting the head, the chest, the groin, all the way down, then he mixes them together. If you scroll down and just keep clicking more, you'll get to a bunch of those, which are oh, also yeah. really interesting. That. So he, so anyway, I didn't know anything about this guy, but I've I've been kind of jonesing on him for the last week. Yeah, um, good choice. Is there a book, monograph, anything like nothing that, that, that I found? And that's part of what bothers me about it is that there's not even all that much stuff online by him, and I huh. think it's just sort of like he was. Here, here's, here's, wait, look at this one. I'm going to send you a link. It's a Google images link um, where it's like this woman leaning back on this couch, uh, which is also very, or scroll down a little bit. And there's like, you know, oh, yeah. this, this woman leaning forward, like th- this kind of stuff, which only really works with these kinds of clothes. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, sure it's it, does. Sort of, it requires yeah. this kind of wow. look. Um, but some of these are really beautiful. Uh I think there were a lot of photographers in the eighties and nineties who were, who were not around long enough so that they ended up getting monographs and books because their careers weren't over. You know what I mean? Weren't like in their later years, but were before the internet. Yeah. That ended up in this sort of, yeah, let me see. Ended up in a bit of a black hole. Yeah. See, that's nice with the, with the mirror. 
Uh, just one shard of glass and the reflection yeah. in there. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, and this guy is one of those. And now other people might be like, oh, I've known about Seidner for years. And it's like, okay, I, I didn't. I, you know, and some you could the, put all of this work in a book and it would sell. This, this monograph would sell. I think it's, I think it's absolutely beautiful. The thing is, is that, you know, it, seem, it seems like he was a gay man. I don't know that he was married or anything oh, like that. So who, know, who the hell knows who owns all this stuff? Yeah. Um, Princess Alexandra von Furstenberg. Exactly. This one that I just yeah, seen. Right. Ugh, yeah. Look at that. Now, obviously, he's, he's playing on all the old painting stuff, which is amazing. But, like, it totally works. He's doing it well. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't know that it matters that he's playing on it because he's, he's succeeding in such a great way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he also, it's, it's, it's like at first somebody said, oh, he, there's this David Seidner guy who did a lot of this kind of stuff. And I went and looked it up, but then there was all the other stuff that I thought was really kind of neat. Like the, the, he's really into this sort of multifaceted shards kind of look with the mm -hmm. mirrors. He's really into this sort of multi-shot, uh, uh, portraits, you know, single portraits. His, of, his single portraits are beautiful. Look at yep. this page I just sent you. Stunning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, David Seidner, wow. photographer of the week. Good one. Uh, it's funny how, you know, even after so many years in the business, you're still surprised by the people you find out there who are doing work that kind of blows you away. Uh, yes. And, you know, life, as with a lot of these men, cut short. 57 to 99, what is that? 42 years old. Wow. 42. Wow. It's, um, it's crazy. Uh, you got anything else before we, uh. No, good one though. Good selection. Yeah. I'll, I'll put some, I'll put some links in the show notes, man. I got to find that version of, not that I need to find it. It doesn't really matter that much, but the, whatever the crazy version of sonar that I downloaded, I'm trying to figure out where the hell it was. That Contact I, that kid. Yeah. Where is that kid? Is he on X? I don't know. X. Ugh. <laughs> I'm not on there, so I can't even read no, it anymore. That knucklehead. Um, but yeah. Uh, if you want to send us uh, an email to both of us, podcast at ontakingpictures.com. We love comments. We love suggestions. We love questions. And we will. We just love them. you. That's what it is. It is true. Uh, and if you want to send us a voicemail, 929-390-1916. There's a couple of voicemails I got to send you that came in. The other day. <sighs> I know. Yeah, I'm gonna I keep do hearing it. that. I yeah. keep hearing that. Um, and uh, uh, go leave us a, a, a thing on the iTunes, a, a review. Uh, at Bill Wadman and at Jeffrey Sidoris on the Instagrams. Hey, what do you want to do next week? Because I'm going to be down there. We're About supposedly what? meeting up on Tuesday. Should we or on Thursday? Should we record on Tuesday or should we oh. record on Thursday or should we record on Tuesday and not even think about recording on Thursday? I think we should record when you get here in person. We should carve out an hour and a half or two hours or whatever. I think if it we is. do a little clip-on mics, we could totally do it like we did that yes. one time. Assuming yes. it's not going to be like 20 degrees below zero. <laughs> right. Well, and if it is, we just go sit somewhere. Yeah. yeah we yeah. could go, we could go yeah. to wherever, where are you or staying? Even, are you staying with your sister? Uh, I will be that night, but I'll come in and I'll hang out with you and maybe we can, uh, we can clip on the mics and walk around the museum. If we clip them on, you know, That'd be great. quietly enough, I don't think anybody's going to say anything. Nah, they're, they're not going to do anything. What are they, what are they going to do anyway? What do they do? Kick us out? What was it? Wait, is it Rothko <laughs> on paper? Rothko on paper is there and Dorothea Lang seeing people, which is a really mm, terrific I show. I don't know. I don't know anything about Dorothea Lang. 
Well, she shot Dorothea. a lot of dogs. Is what uh, she was a pet photographer. <laughs> really big Dor- in the Dorothy, like like Dorothy. Uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. She was a set photographer for the Wizard of Oz. Is what oh, it was. That's how okay. she started out. You know, yeah, ever, a good one. ever since she removed uh, the thumb from Migrant Mother, can't trust her. I, I I don't know real from fake. It's basically AI photos. All of those. So much <laughs> manipulation. <laughs> Looking at you, McCurry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you soon. All right, see ya. Bye. Say what you want to say I know what you will say Will